0: You're listening to Marketing and Mocktails with Manal Sampat, a previously recorded Facebook Live episode inside the group Marketing and Mocktails with Manal, where dental professionals discuss, share, and learn about dental marketing. Manal Sampat is an entrepreneur, speaker, healthcare provider, and enthusiastic shoe lover. She's been featured in the Huffington Post, Dentistry IQ, Forbes, the Guinness Book of World Records, and more. Join her as she discusses marketing, team, business growth, with other industry experts, and if you'd like to receive 10 ways to improve your marketing today, simply text the word RESOURCES to 38470. Hello, hey guys, this is Manal, I am live right now, as promised, to come online and do a live Q&A. First of all, I want to welcome all the new members in our group, I know we got a lot of you added in the last couple of days since Sunday, and if you're a new member, make sure that you say hello so I know who you are, and... uh, If you have any questions, you know what to do, which is come on right in and write a question and comment. And I know that uh, the people who added the new members, thank you so much. Hi Sidra, thanks for joining us. And the people who added all these other new members, hey Heather, how are you? Hello, thanks for joining. Um, I am still going through it. I mean, we had almost 2000 member requests coming into us within 24 hours. So that was quite a bit of, of requests coming in. And that's why I was going on. Hi, Heather. Hi, Tammy. Hello. Thanks for joining me, guys. So if you have your marketing questions, make sure you comment on. I know we got a lot of questions this week alone. So I wanted to make sure that I come online and uh, answer them all for you. So the first question we have here inside the group is Let me just find our thread here because we had so much activity. All right. So the first question is from Dr. Roberto and he says Getting good patients from social media, Instagram, Facebook, Google Ads, I mean patients who desire my dentistry and pay for it. Hi. So, if that's the case, if you do want patients coming from social media who desire, like pretty much the ones that you want to attract to your practice, you have to put the messaging out there for the people that you actually want to attract to your practice. Hey, Jennifer, thanks for joining. So, if you are trying to get people through Facebook or Instagram or Google AdWords, right, what does your ad look like? What is it saying? What is the kind of content it has? Because all those platforms, they all work. It's not that none of the marketing marketing platforms don't work, they all work. But it comes down to, if I put this ad on this platform, is this ad going to bring in the kind of people I want to attract to my practice? Is this ad going to bring in the kind of, um, you know, the kind of audiences that are going to want this service? So you may want to look into your targeting that's number one. Who are you targeting to come inside your practice, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, or Google ads, or you also may want to look into directly your content. What is your wording like? What are people saying? What does it mean? Um, When you look at the ad, is it easy to understand? What kind of photo are you using? So the creative part is really important. You can have your messaging, You know modern simple to the point, but the creative part needs to uh, attract somebody's attention and that's what I want you to take a look at so targeting. And creative with your Facebook, Instagram and Google AdWords is what's really going to help you zone in on the kind of patients that you want to attract to the practice. Okay. All right. The next question we have here is from Dr. Santana. Hi guys. Thanks for joining. Hello. If you're watching, make sure you say hello and where you're joining from. Hi, Dennis. Thank you for joining me. All right. So Dr. Santana, your question is internet base is hard. Only Google ads work for us, but since it's too expensive, we have a set of budgets. So for it, so we don't go over. Yeah. Internet is super hard, especially because everyone's on internet and it's become very noisy. It's also become very confusing because you don't know which internet platform to use, which internet to follow through. You don't know if you should be doing AdWords or Facebook ads. So if you're trying to figure out how to do internet, you first need to see who you're trying to attract. Hi Charlotte, thanks for joining. Hello. And I think Charlotte, just a shout out to you. I think I received a package from Burst. It's on its way here. It's in my um, business mailbox, but I have it coming here. So I'm excited to see what's in there. Thanks for sending it to me. Um, All right, so going back to Dr. Santana. So Dr. Santana, in your question, I asked you, where are you located? And uh, what is your ideal patient age group that you want to attract to your practice? Now this is kind of important to know because if you want to attract younger people because you said, how do I understand the Internet. You kind of want to go with a generalization of who you want to attract to the practice right, so if you're trying to attract younger people, let's say the millennials your age group set 25 to 40, which is pretty much millennials and Gen X. Then that means that you want to have your Internet set up in a way that attracts to them, do you have reviews that are showing up. Do you have uh, are you easy to find on Google? Are you easy to locate and to, you know, schedule with, if somebody goes on there at 11 PM at night, a busy mom, is she going to be able to schedule with you? What kind of, again, what kind of website do you have? Because you are trying to attract a certain age group. And if you're trying to attract a certain age group, you want to see what is it that they're going to want to learn, right? So you want to start with the age group, And then you want to go into your actual client base. So who do you want to attract specifically for what kind of service? So you had mentioned implants, cosmetics, Invisalign. That's a lot of different services. You know, somebody looking for Invisalign is not necessarily looking for implants. So what are the keywords that you're targeting? So instead of you trying to focus and say, what do I do on the internet? Switch your mindset. And instead of you going, this is what I have to do, this is what I have to do. Stop that, switch it around and say, if I want to attract Manal, who is in that age group for you from 25 to 40, I'm in that age group. What would Manal want to see in my marketing? And then what is Manal looking for? Is she looking for Invisalign? Is she looking for implants? Is she looking for a GP practice for cosmetics? So go through the entire patient journey. And if you have my book, um, if you have my book, I actually uh, have an entire patient journey on my book so if you go to my book chapter four okay chapter four of my book has the entire uh, layout of what do you have to do if you're trying to do a patient journey or a customer journey so follow through that chapter four is going to be a good guide for you because I go over how do you attract the right kind of patient and the patient that you want to bring to the practice what do you you know what are the kind of services you're offering what is it that you want to have them come and uh, get in your practice and I have different kinds of marketing print mailers, radio ads, billboards. So go in, if you have the book, it's a uh, chapter four of the book and that's where you really have it. Hi Wilma, thanks for joining us. Hey Vanessa, thank you for joining me. So yeah, the book chapter four is for you, Dr. Santana, read that chapter and you're going to get a lot of clarity on, on what I'm saying when I'm saying reverse engineer and shift your mindset to saying I have to do internet marketing, what works to saying, I want to attract Manal to my business. How am I going to get in front of Manal? And is she going to connect with my messaging? And is she going to like what she sees? And what service is Manal looking for? Is it easy for her to find that service? All right. so definitely do that. Hi, so many emojis coming up. Hi, Sandeep. Hi, Stephanie. Thanks for joining us. Hi, guys. Thanks for being here. Lots of different Uh, I'm getting hearts and loves and smiles and smiley faces and damn, so much of it is going on right now. Thank you so much for being here. All right. So the next question we have here is by Dr. Funk and Dr. Funk, you have a question saying knowing what is working and what isn't. Yeah, that's a, that's a super hard one. Measuring really how clients find you and decide to act instead of them saying Google, how do you properly vet marketing person or a company to do this job? What measurable, Um, to hold them accountable and see what is working. Okay, so you actually don't have one, but you have three questions. Hi, Adriana. Hello. Oh, Heather, you just downloaded the book. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're going to love it. I think for you, Heather, because I kind of sort of know you, you are actually going to really like chapter nine. So chapter nine is something that you don't skip to it. Read the other chapters, because there's a whole procession to the book. But chapter nine, you're going to really like chapter nine. Hi, Dr. Lee. Hello. Hi, Leticia. Thank you. First time. Welcome. Welcome to the group. If you have any questions, make sure you're asking them in the comments. I am here. We have 15 plus viewers. So if you're watching here, tell me who you are say hello so I can say hello back and tell me where you're watching from. It's uh, it's been a long day for me and I'm doing this live. I have another live scheduled right after this one. So I'm trying to answer all your questions, but always know that you can always put questions inside the group and I'll get back to them. And I do a live Q&A in marketing every week. So inside this group, I'm going to try and come online every week or every 10 days so that you can get your marketing questions answered as well. So Heather, if you just got the book, thank you so much. Dr. Santana, like I was telling you, uh, chapter four of my book is really for you. So, you know, read that chapter as well. Uh, Dr. Santos, I already answered your question as well. And I know you already have the book. So I know you already read it because you told me about it. All right. So let's go to Dr. Funk. So Dr. Funk is asking me what marketing is working and what isn't. All right, Dr. Funk. This is so funny to me that I have all these questions coming in that I am actually getting. Um, this, this is why I, I had this title of the book. It's funny because every, all this is why I wrote this book. Do you see the kind of questions I get all the time? Why your marketing is killing your business? So Dr. Funk, for you knowing what is working and what isn't, yes, that's really, really important because majority of the marketing you're doing, you probably don't need it. In fact, you're probably wasting your money on it and it's killing your business. So what I want you to do is what marketing is working starts with tracking to see where are you getting your ROI? Hi, Sharon. Thanks for joining us. Where are you getting your ROI from? Right? So if you're tracking your marketing, you need to see which marketing is bringing you patience and your ROI is different. So a lot of times people always tell me, what do I do? You know, if I have, um, what kind of budget should I be spending? Should it be 5%? Should it be 10%? In a world that we live in today, it doesn't make any sense. You can't have any budgeting, really. You can't say that I want to spend 5% of this or 10% of this on my marketing. What you need to do is you have to switch around that and say If I spend $1,000 on this marketing, will I get an ROI on it? How much of that ROI will work? Because you see, you could do a Facebook ad for 20 bucks and get in front of a lot more people, or you could be spending hundreds of dollars on Google AdWords, or you could be spending thousands of dollars on print mailers, right? It all depends on who you want to attract to your practice. And that's really, really important to know so you don't just spend money um, on all different marketing platforms to do it. So how do you know what is working and what is not? Is is, Is your marketing that you're doing bringing the ideal new patients to you? And if they're bringing you the ideal new patients, then yes, it's working. If it's not, then why are you doing it? Get rid of it. Tracking is important. So I know you took, uh, you, I said, how do I find out where patients are coming from? That is a little bit hard because people in general, us in general, we are always going to write down different things because that's who we are. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see you on Google, but we'll go ahead and write down Facebook or we'll go ahead and write down a person's name. And that's okay too. Hey, hey, Dr. Abernathy. Thanks for joining. Hi, Sharon. Hello. Now, feel free to ask your questions, guys, as I'm doing this live here. I'm answering the questions which were posted in the group, but I always do live Q&A as well. Hi, Julie. Hi, John. Hi, Dr. Dr. Anne-Marie. Hi. Hello. Thank you for joining me live. All right. So, I've talked about this before and I'll talk about it again. If you want to get a little bit of a better understanding of your tracking, there are so many easy ways to do it. You could do a tracking phone number. So, if you have Google Ads running or Facebook Ads, right, you could definitely do um, tracking phone numbers so you can track that. But if you're doing it internally and you don't have tracking phone numbers, you want to focus on having all the referral sources listed on your new patient form. So, on your new patient form right now, right, if you were to go on your new patient form right now, does it just say, How do we thank to refer you here? and it's an open-ended question, well, that means you're giving them too much of a liberty. That means you're giving them too much open-ended questions. You don't want to do that. Instead, you want to list all the questions. So example, you want to list, how did you hear about us? Google, reviews, local event, patient, Facebook, right, billboard, radio ad, TV ad, whatever you're doing in your marketing, list all your marketing onto your new patient form. And then when you have how did you hear about us right next to it put down select all that applies right or select all that applies. so this way they're not just selecting one and they're not they don't just have an open ended question to say, how did they hear about you, they're literally picking and said all that applies and you can have an other box as well with a line so they can write down any other you know any other place that they have. heard you about you or maybe it was something random you don't know about. So always list all the referral sources on your new patient forms. And that's going to help you understand where they are coming from. Um, And that's going to be really the best way for you to sort of track it. Um, I know that sometimes you can't, I'm getting a lot 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 of emojis here, but who's sending me the emojis with a tear? What's going on there? Tell me who you are. Hi, Grace. Hi, Candice. Hi, Samara. Hi, Tiffany. Hi, Angela, thank you for joining me. Thank you, thank you for being here so much. Um, I'm just answering all your questions here so we can, we can go through those. You know, so as I was just saying here, it's really important for you to write down all of your referral sources on your new patient form. And this way you're giving the patients a little bit of hint saying, can you select everything that applies? You know, when you, form, when you fill out a form online and it says, select all that applies and you actually think about it and select everything that applies to you, do it that way. If you don't do it that way, it does not work. So that's only the best way to do it. You can usually do tracking. Like I mentioned, you can have phone numbers, you could do a tracking code, you could add a referral code. You can even say to claim this offer, you have to say this promotion code and you could put that into your systems and track it that way too. So there are multiple ways to track it, but I have found that for people to give you all the options, give them all the options. And they're probably going to have more than one option. We are no longer living in a society where somebody just sees an ad from you and just decides to come to you. You know, they see an ad. From the ad, they go into a billboard. From the billboard, they may, you know, go into your website. From the website, they go to your Facebook. From Facebook, they look at your reviews and then they decide to call you. So again, um, chapter four, like I mentioned in the book, chapter four actually has a patient journey. Or a, or a client and a customer journey. So chapter four is also for you. I think chapter four is going to be the chapter for all the questions today because there's so much on here. So chapter four in, in the book is really great for you. And that's the one that you want to read. And then you said, oh, and then you said, how do you get a marketing person and a company to do this job? Yes, yeah, so that is also uh, inside the book. Here's one thing I want you to always remember. And I'm going to do say it because I don't do this and uh, I know a lot of companies do. Hi, and hello. Oh, Dr. Lee, you are so, oh, you're, you're awesome. Hi, thank you so much for all the love. Hi, Nareen, Thanks for joining me. All right. So a lot of times, a lot of people refer marketing companies because they are getting money for it. They are getting a, they're getting some sort of an incentive for it. All right. Now when I refer marketing companies to my clients, because as a strategist, it's my job, to see what my clients need and if they actually need a company or not. How are we going to make this work? When I do that, I tell my clients I am not accepting any money from any company because I don't want to be incentivized or be financially subjective to who I am going to refer to my clients. That's not fair to them. And I am very clear about that. I even tell the the companies that do refer to me that pass on all my discounts and promotions that you will give to me to them. I do that all the time, so it's very clear and open. I don't trust it when people are people are referring other people based on incentives and money, and I get it, that's how the world works. Listen, when a new patient refers you somebody or a client refers you another client, you send a, you send a referral gift, I get it. That's how the world works, and I understand you want to make full feel special, but if you are on the other end of it, you want to ask that question, are you getting any monies from it? So in chapter four, I actually go over it and I ask you, what are, here are, uh, here are five questions in chapter four on what do you need to do if you're wedding a marketing company? Number one, what specific services do you offer? Number two, how are you going to provide those services? So let's say you have a company calling and saying, I'm going to offer you SEO. Okay, well, how are you going to provide that SEO? Is it going to be uh, inbuilt SEO? Is it going to be local SEO? Is it going to be Google AdWords? What kind of SEO are you going to provide to me? How are you going to get there? Ask them questions, learn from it. Number three, how are you going to communicate with me? Which pretty much means how will I know that your service is producing results? Will I get a, a, like a report from you on a monthly basis, bi-weekly basis? Will you schedule a meeting with me? Will you send me updates? How do I know that what you are doing is actually going to be working? And that's important for you to find out because every marketing company or any other company out there and your question is specific to a marketing company is there to sell you a service right, so you want to ask specific questions like this, that was number three number four. What results should I expect and by when once I start working with you. Now, this is a tricky question, because a lot of the marketing companies are not going to have the same results you know, a marketing company doing marketing for a practice or a business in New York, Manhattan, is going to be very different than like somewhere in suburbia of Ohio. Two different markets, two different kinds of marketing. So clearly the results are going to be very different based on geography, based on your service, based on your location, based on who you're trying to attract, are you trying to attract seniors for implant cases and dentures? Are you trying to attract millennials and Gen Z's who are you trying to attract? So what service, the population? There are a lot of different factors that go into marketing. And when you ask the marketing company, can you give me results? It can become confusing. So what I do is I tell them, can you give me an average? What do your clients see on average? From you, What do they expect from you on average? So on average, if you have worked in a metropolitan area like ours, what are the results you have seen? On average, if you have worked in a suburbia like similar to ours, what are the results that you have seen? So ask them specific questions to give you an idea of what to expect if you're working with them. Because if you don't know what to expect you're working from them, then that's a problem, isn't it? Hi, Becky. Hi, Carrie. Hi, Maria. Hi, Don. Thank you so much for joining me guys. If you're watching, make sure you say, hi, make sure you say hello and tell me where you're watching from. I love to do live updates and shout outs to people. So, uh, that's how I do it. So, you know, so that's another thing, um, Dr. Fong that I, that I saw And then the last question again, chapter four, the last question in here is can you provide recent industry and client references who aren't referral affiliates? So this is a good question, because here's what I want you to do. This means that when you ask this question, you're telling them that I don't want you to send me a referral, right? Send me somebody that you worked with who is already in your network, meaning who's already um, is, is either getting paid by you or has some kind of an incentive associated with you, something like that. Instead, you want referrals from clients they have worked with. And these are clients who have no financial way of really working with them. Oh, hi Carrie. Oh, coming from California. Hello. We have another person from LA. Hi Callie in the house. That's awesome. So always ask those questions. If you're working, trying to find which marketing company to work with, I have unfortunately had to work with many marketing companies uh, that my clients have had bad experiences with. And then I had to fight and struggle to get the refunds back. So yes, do your due diligence do your due diligence in trying to find the right company. That's what you need to do. Chapter four is all for you, Dr. Fung. All right, uh, then I have a question from Linda. Linda says, uh, my, her biggest roadblock with marketing is consistency and motivation to do it. Yeah, it's, it takes a lot of time. Marketing is, is not an easy thing. If it was an easy thing, then you know we wouldn't be here. Oh, hi, Rhonda. Hi, Kimberly. Hi, Ira. Thank you for being here, guys. Again, if you're here, say hello tell me who you are send a send a hi in the comments but you know if you want to stay consistent and you want to stay motivated with your marketing and you're feeling that that's an issue delegate now when I mean delegate I don't mean don't disappear from the entire picture because if people want to connect with you You have to be present right now. I am here in front of you after working nine hours straight and I'm doing this live video and I'm doing another live video. I won't be done for another hour and a half. So that's going to be a 11 to 12 hour day for me. And I could have easily just said in this group that sorry guys, I had a really long day. Um, You know, I don't have much makeup on. I am been working all the entire time. And I'm just not going to sign up. I'm not going to come on and do a live. I could have easily said that, but I didn't because I have to show up. If if I expect you to show up for me, then I have to show up. So Linda, for you, I want you to find out how important this is to you. And once you understand the value behind it, you will start to be motivated. That's the motivation part. You have to be motivated to be there. And you have to find a reason to be motivated. So find that reason, find what that reason is. find yourself that motivation, okay? whether, and if you can get yourself motivated, that means there is not a good enough reason for you to be there. Then don't be there. It's not worth it for you. So depending on how much it's worth to you, that's how you decide to be there or not to be there. That's motivation part. Consistency part is that you have to always do stuff and this is where you can delegate it. So you can come on and you can work on your calendar. This is what I do, right? I am a master delegator. And I kind of come in and I take a look at your marketing overall and I say, what needs to be delegated, what needs to be handling internally, who's going to do what. Create a delegation system. If you want to say consistent, that means somebody always has to do something. And don't just go ahead and assume people are going to do it. Um, it's a very specific uh, way for you to do this, where you are giving them exactly what to do and you're giving them a job. Don't do an overall thing. Don't just say, go on to social media and post on my social media. No, go on to social media, go on to my Facebook page. I expect four posts a week. This is what I want. These are the kind of posts I like. Be very, very specific. Chapter five um, Of the book. Chapter five of the book is teamwork, not micromanagement. I want you to read that chapter. I know you have my book. I want you to read that chapter, teamwork, not micromanagement of chapter five and that literally goes over how do you delegate? How do you hire somebody inside your practice to do your marketing for you? What should your expectations be? How do you create a plan around it? Chapter five goes over all of that. So if you want to stay consistent with marketing, delegate. All right, because you can do everything. I can't do everything myself either. I have a team of five people working behind the scenes on my business so that I could be present, you know, present for my clients. So. That's how this works. I have a delegation system and they do my stuff for me so I could do the stuff for my clients. Create that network and do that delegation. Hi, Marty, hi, okay, love you too. Hey, friend, Trish, what's up? What's up, what's up? Hello, hello, um, uh, Marty, hey, thanks for being here. I hope you enjoyed the painkillers with my family in St. Thomas. That was, a, that was a fun trip, so yes, if anybody's going to St. Thomas in the Virgin Islands, go see my parents, that's what you're gonna do. Hi, Rhonda. Hi. All right. So the next question we have here is um, how do I do it all? Yes. How do you do it all? You can do it all. Uh, It's as simple as that. You do definitely want to plan ahead. You want to create calendars. I love Trello. Trello is fantastic. I absolutely love Trello. Use Trello to get in front of people. Um, Use Trello to delegate. Use Trello to create your plans. I love Trello. You know, your team can be in there. You can do a to-do list, done list. So check out Trello. It's a free software by Google. So it's free. Use it um, and plan way ahead. And if you don't plan, sometimes it's okay for you to be spontaneous. Spontaneous stuff is fantastic. I love to be spontaneous, but it always helps to have planning beforehand. Because if you don't have some planning beforehand, yes, you are going to kind of be like, crap, Valentine's is next week. What do I do? So yes, clearly plan ahead of time, but if you can not plan ahead of time, it's okay to be spontaneous. If you have Trello, inside the Trello Facebook uh, inside the Trello group, it's not a Facebook group, but inside the Trello platform owned by Google, you want to go in and create a board called all marketing ideas, and then just throw all your marketing ideas on there. And then every month go, go into your Trello board and say, Oh yeah, that's a great idea. Or yes, I can do this idea. Even when you go to a conference, you write your idea down, text it to yourself. This is what I do. When I get a good idea, I'm. if I show you my writing, I don't think you can read it. That's how I write, okay? My writing is literal gibberish. I have horrible handwriting. Maybe it's a part of me being a millennial. I always type. I can't write. I've had people steal my notebook and return it to me in college because they can't understand what I wrote. That's how bad my handwriting is. So when I go to conferences, if I like something that I hear, if there's an idea, I automatically email it to myself and then I flag it. So I know that I need to go back to it. You could do the same thing with Trello and I go into those ideas and I throw them in Trello. So every time I need a new idea, I just go to Trello and that's my bank of ideas. So always plan yourself. There are so many free tools and resources out nowadays that you're going to love it. All right, Dr. Rizzo, you have a question here. Getting spontaneous content and executing on the posting. Yes, spontaneous content is hard, but again, you want to plan to be spontaneous. So you want to plan and look at your schedule and say, who, is our, who are the patients coming in today? Can we get this content? And again, delegate. It should be one person's job to gather the content. That means photos, videos. You need a creative director inside your practice whose job it is to gather content. Like I have a Dropbox file and all my photos go in that Dropbox file and my team has access to it. So anytime they need content, they do it. If I'm a spontaneous place and I'm having a drink or something and I want to throw it out there, I text it to my team. But I know which team member to text it to. So delegation and giving it to one person is the way to go. If you can't, then it's not going to work. And be spontaneous. Planning is great. I love planning. I'm all about planning. But hey, spontaneity is awesome. Be spontaneous. Um, Michelle, uh, keeping up with everything. As soon as I grab something, it changes. Michelle, I'm with you, man. Technology changes so much. By the time you get something, it changes. Here's the good part, though. You're still connecting with people. So if everything changes in the world, just focus on connecting. If you're using a platform, just focus on your messaging to connect. That's it. Forget all the Hooplas and the updates and everything else that is happening. Focus on the messaging to connect chapter 9 and 10 that's for you how to use your messaging to connect and always stay relevant despite any kind of the changes happening in the in the marketing industry a uh, pad consistency i answered that maria what content to put maria the kind of content that you put should be very specific to the people you want to attract to the to your business whatever that is if it's a business if it's a dental practice medical practice coaching whatever it is i'm not going to put content out there that my ideal new client is not going to relate with. If my ideal new client thinks that social media should be outsourced, then I don't want to work with that client because social media cannot be outsourced, otherwise you're going to be having stock information. So I always put down content to talk about how important it is to have social media done internally, how you need a marketing person inside your business, how do you do this, how do you connect, right? So my content is based around the message that's going to relate to my audience. In a world that is so obsessed with being different, everybody tells you, what is, why are you so different? Why should somebody choose you? Screw that, forget being different. Find the common ground with the people you want to connect with. I find common ground all the time. And if you find the common ground with people you wanna connect with, they're going to relate with you and connect with you. So guys, I have to do jump off because I have to do another live in another group right now. Hi, Tanya, Hi, Michael. Thanks for joining, guys. So if you are here and if you watch this, thank you so much. Send me some love. Send me your questions and I will make sure I answer them all. Enjoy the rest of your, what is today? Tuesday, Wednesday? Enjoy the rest of your day, whatever day this is. And uh, I will make sure that I'm live again. But please keep posting, interacting, ask questions because even if I'm not live, I see all of those questions. All right. Thanks so much. Bye.